Welcome in, you're listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz's Money Mail, still in festy mode, hopefully you are too, wherever you are around the country. I'm deep in Auckland here and I tell you what, not many people have gone back to work, that's for sure, so I assume come the 10th of January, it's going to be a different story, the roads will be busy uh, and there will be people everywhere, it looks like the road working people, what, what do you call them, the road workers maybe? Those legends that sort out our roads, they're, uh, they are full noise and they are sorting out half of the streets of Auckland, which probably uh, is a good time to do it whilst people aren't here. But of course, wherever you are in the country, you're just as important. Um, don't call Aucklanders Jaffers, they don't like it. I'm not originally from here, but uh, that joke doesn't go down too good with the with the Aucklanders. This, is, uh, this tune is Lance Savali, I think his name is. The floor is lava. And that's probably about the extent of my, um, I don't know if that's drum and bass or not, I don't know, I'm getting out of my uh, out of my depth here, but let's get back to what we should be talking about, and that is cash, hopefully you're not blowing too much over the Christmas and New Year period. Last week on Money Mail number 86, we spoke about looking at the vehicle that you are in when it comes to finances and your wealth, and whether it's going to get you to your desired destination and your desired destination being the goals that you set yourself financially, the level of income you want to have, the mortgage-free property, the rental property, the ten grand in savings, the ten grand in emergency account, whatever your goals are, is the income earner, i.e. your vehicle, taking you there? Can it take you there? Or do you need to confront yourself and realise that you're in the wrong vehicle to get you to your desired destination? Now, given that I'm in business myself, often I have a bias that uh, business is, is a great vehicle to be in to generate wealth, and I'll encourage people that I think could have a crack at business to have a crack, because I think you learn so much about yourself, and of course you can you can do well uh, in the market if you can really add some value to it, but there are other ways that you can build wealth and make some money and I wanted to give you an example of one of my friends who I was recently speaking to and they'd done just this and I thought what a great story to share with all of you. So the subject was how my mate just became a millionaire. Happy New Year Luke. Your name isn't Luke but Happy New Year to you, whatever your name is. You can say that after me, Happy New Year to yourself. Anyway carry on mate. Okay, Uh, I hope you've had a great start to 2022. Did you take some time to set a couple of financial goals for this year? If you haven't, stop just listening to this shit and start actually doing something. Maybe pause this and think for 30 seconds about some financial goals you'd like to set. I was talking about this from uh, with Sarah this morning over Brecky from the One Up Project. If you haven't checked out her podcast, it's fantastic. Uh, 10 times better than mine. You've got way more followers too, so if I measured myself on that, you know, she's definitely got a better podcast. Uh, But actually go and check it out, it's got some very valuable content, we're both doing completely different things but you can learn a lot over there but I was saying what I can see being the danger with podcasts now is that people are listening to podcasts just to say that they've listened to the podcast and often with the way I structure my content it is hopefully drilling into your mind, I need to take action, I need to do something 
this is this is getting me closer to taking some action. And I don't want you just to sit here and listen and not actually do things, take action, and close down your credit cards and all these different things we're talking about. Like start figuring out what it is that you want to achieve and start getting after it. And this information is the catalyst for you to do that. And I can just see where a lot of, as podcasts become, there's so many people are like, oh, I might listen to five in a day. Well, you're not actually going to get as much from them if you're just all over the show just so that you can say, oh, yeah, I've listened to that, I've listened to that one, I've listened to that one. You know, think about at the end of a piece of uh, content that you consume, at the end of a podcast, what did I actually learn from that podcast? What did I actually take from it? So there's a little, little sort of little side rant for you there, but uh, I will always encourage you to do that because, again, like I said a couple of weeks ago, this is your time and your attention, so you want to use it wisely because you could be doing something else with it. Now, last week we were talking about the vehicle we are in and whether that is going to make it when it comes to taking us to our desired destination of financial goals. I hope it got you thinking and talking. Sometimes these things can be confronting, but now that we are aware of it, we can start to brainstorm brainstorm some solutions of new vehicles. I want to tell you a story about one of my best mates. He recently sent through a screenshot of shares that he owns, and they had gone past $1 million in total value. This wasn't his sharesies account, nor his hatch account. In fact, it is one share and one share only. It is shares in the company that he works for. You see, my friend decided to take a risk and leave his well-paying job for a role that he saw a huge upside in over a decent period of time. If he committed to it and did well, part of his salary would be given to, excuse me, given to him as shares in the company he was working for. Don't get me wrong, we can't all just ask our bosses for shares in the business, but my friend could see this as a possible for him, so he played the long game and went for it. He could see where the business was going and that he could become a shareholder in that growth. He was happy to, he was happy to dedicate some of his working life to help them achieve their desired outcomes. All going well, he would achieve his desired outcomes also. Now, he was in a very good job and a high-paying, well, well, yeah, a good and high-paid job, and he could see that in that role, he he could see where the, the, the cap was or the limit was, and it was probably going to be an income level. And then a new opportunity came up, and he could see a different path, and it was, okay, maybe not as much cash and income right now, but if he stuck it out and did well and really committed to it and dedicated some of his life to it, because that's what we do when we go to work, we dedicate our lives to the jobs we go to, especially if we're going to stay there longer term, and they said, we will reward you with shares in this business. And so then he wanted to look at, well, where is this business going, and do I want a share of that growth? And that is what uh, he has he's, he's stuck to, and that is what he's done. So he's swapped from one vehicle to the other, and now he's sending me a screenshot of a million dollars worth of shares that he can liquidate over time and have that in his back pocket as well. And when they were being given given to him, they weren't always at the price that the shares are at now. So he's not only getting the shares, but he's getting the, the growth of the value of those shares because they've continued to go up. Of course, it can be a little bit tough when the business is going backwards and struggling, uh, and then shares as a form of payment may not be as valuable but for him it's all worked out pretty well but of course yes he has worked extremely hard and sometimes he's questioned why he is working so hard but ultimately he could see that to get to his desired destination 
these days should and will come. And life should be hard, you know. It's If it's too easy, it just, you know, you, do, you don't learn anything, you don't go through the struggle, and you're not really growing, are you? So when you get into these types of roles, and, and any type of role, I think if you understand that you're going to have days that are tough, just like life, that it, it can help you get through the other side because some days I have them where the phone won't stop ringing or the emails won't stop pinging and everybody wants something at once and you're just going, wow, I'm just getting absolutely hammered here and you start to you know, get a bit of, uh, get wound up and the stress starts coming and you just go, well, actually, this is just one of those days and it's a bit of a wave and then the next day it's like it again and you're thinking, what's going on here? Where's this come from? But inevitably there's a statistical term called regression to the mean and that is where everything in life usually comes back to the average so don't think about those outlier days that you have whether you're really hating your job or even if you're really loving it um, or you dealt with six bad customers in a row and you've never had that before don't look at those days as an average day because there's a high chance that they are not and your job will actually have a regression back to the mean and your day will be the ordinary day that it's normally like and that you normally think of your work as. So be careful when you have a bad day in a job, in a role, in a career, not to go, oh my God, I can't do this, this is just too tough, and this is just this just sucks, and I can't believe this has happened. Because statistically, it's probably an outlier, um, and you will come back to the ordinary course of what your job is usually like at some stage as well. Again, that's probably something that isn't really explained to people much. But if you find yourself in a job where you're just continuously stressed, you're unhappy, and you're just getting slammed, and you really don't like it, well, then that's a different story. And you probably, you know, that, this, that, that doesn't really apply to you. But I'm sure people listening will know some of those days where you've just gone, shit, I, I, um, you know, I just, I can't do this anymore. But really, you just got to fight it, ride the wave, and sure enough, eventually you come back to the mean. Now. He's obviously had those days as well and sometimes questioned why is he doing this and why is he working so hard. But he could see that to get the things that he wanted from life, he was just going to have to dig in and get those things done. So now he has been rewarded with shares in a company that has grown in the time that he has been there and these have paid him a nice dividend, which is a portion of the business's profits along the way too. We've learned about dividends. Now his shares in the business are now worth over $1 million and he hasn't had to start this business from scratch himself. There is a little bit of teaching in New Zealand that, quote, the only way to get ahead is to start your own business or is to work for yourself. And this lesson proves that this is not always the case. Now, I had someone email me back already saying, I'm so glad you've written this one because X, Y, Z, they laid out their situation and explained how basically they were exactly the same. This situation is quite common in the tech space. A lot of people have been given shares in tech businesses. Spotify, uh, Shopify, for instance, give... Uh, some of their employees shares and and other businesses do too and you're effectively getting a stake of that business in the form of shares so you know this isn't a a one-off but there is a little bit of that saying that floats around of oh the only way to get ahead is to start your own business and there's some truth to that but this story proves that that's not always the case so remember that's not an absolute always Starting and running a successful business is a great vehicle to wealth because you are often building an asset that you can sell at some stage if you're building a good business, but so is working in one that rewards you well. So my mate here has probably done a lot better than a number of small business owners in New Zealand purely because he was in the right vehicle 
and a business that was going in the right direction. So you too can keep an eye out for opportunities where you have the ability to earn more than just a dollar amount. Can you get a stake in something that can be sold later too? What might surprise you is that my mate is only just buying a house. How dare he, you may say. Surely, just surely, a person earning this sort of money would be thinking that that's the first thing that they should need to do. Well, no. He's built wealth and been happy to rent this whole time. He tells me that as his pay increased too, they saved the difference as they lived the same lifestyle so that when they did buy a house, they would need less debt. He has now decided to buy a house for himself and his family. He's got uh, a fiancé and children. And he's been able to sell some of the shares in the business that he works for, sell them out for cash, and then pay a further deposit on this property. We don't often hear stories like this, so I wanted to bring it to you because I know it will open the eyes of some of you of what is possible and how some people build wealth and achieve their dreams. Now, often the tradition or the the tried and true route in New Zealand is good education, hopefully, or a well, and then a well-paying job. For you know, some of us, we haven't had the great education, so then we don't go into a well-paying job, so then we've got to work our way up, and that takes time. Then we save, we get the deposit for the house, then we get the house, and we think we're building wealth at that stage. And hey, sometimes we are if the house price continues to increase. And then we start thinking about other financial goals as we go, but usually we're just figuring out how can I pay the mortgage. But this bloke here that we're talking about, he has he's done it backwards. He's given sweat equity and worked his ass off for a business in the company, and he's been rewarded with shares in that company. And now, and he's been happy to rent, and he hasn't seen that as how he's not as successful as his friends. He doesn't care about any of that shit. He's just doing what is right for himself and his partner and his children, and now he's in a position where they want to buy a house, and he can call on some of those shares, and... He's been putting money aside as well where he can to to be able to do that. So, you know, there's many ways to skin a cat, I think is the saying. So look outside of the box and, and look at what other people are doing and see if you can learn from them. There's a very big difference between learning from other people in their journey and asking them questions about it compared to comparing yourself with others and thinking, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I did things their way. I wish I had the things that they have. Um, because comparison is the thief of joy. Now, are you already encountering problems in 2022? I wanted to put this in here because it is a very good exercise and it something you can come back to and do time and time again in your life. Now, you don't always need all of the answers right now. You just need to be open to finding them. Now, your brain is an amazing device. We've been encouraged to think that our devices will solve all of our problems, but you know what? The brain has been around for a lot longer than all of our devices and is still there to help you. Don't forget to ask it to. Take some time to sit in private and write down some solutions to problems that you face. Whether this be financially or any other area of your life, just give your brain a chance to find the solution for you. Write the problem at the top of the page and then just start writing potential solutions to this problem. You'll be amazed at what you'll be able to come up with. Don't give up. Chase your goals and dreams. You deserve them. So, Say you have a problem where you are $2,000 short of money for February and you already know it. That's your problem. You're going to write that down at the top of a piece of paper and then you are just going to brainstorm and see what answers your brain will give you to make $2,000. And every one of us will come up with different answers but the brain is a problem solver and it's our calculator that we all have and it's got an ability to go and find answers for us. Now, 
What often happens as well is if we have a problem and we know we've got a problem, our reticular activator system is looking for solutions from it. So all of a sudden, if you have a problem and you know you need a solution, your brain will be looking for solutions for you. So you will say, I need a pineapple in February. That's your problem. Well, then you would brainstorm some solutions, but I could just about guarantee you within the next week, you will see a pineapple somewhere, and that is because you are bringing it into your front of mind, your reticular activator system is looking for this for you, and you're going to see it. Same thing when you buy a car and you think, shit, I'm the only one with one of these, on the drive home you see 64 Suzuki Swifts and you think, are you serious? Are these people all just out for a job, uh, drive to take the piss out of me? But now you are more aware to it. So this is the exercise, is we're giving our brain a problem and we're saying, look, now we need to work together and we need to find some solutions. It doesn't need to just be money, but you can apply it to money um, and you can find solutions to it. You might start jotting down if you needed $2,000 in February it's then going to be, okay, how am I going to do this? I'm going to mow 20 people's lawns at $100 per lawn. You know, and you're just writing down whatever solutions that you can see. See if you can write down as many as you can. You may not necessarily go and do some of them, but there could be something on that page that sticks to you and you go, you know what, I'm going to go and do that. And you will start to learn how much of a problem solver you are and how valuable your brain is to you rather than just ignoring your problems and carrying on and thinking, oh, well, I don't need to worry about this. I'll just deal with it when it when the shit really hits the fan. But we want to try and find ways that we can solve these problems before they become massive to, uh, to us. Now, before we go, a huge congratulations to Logan Bell, who won the $500 investment as part of the draw once we hit 5,000 readers. Logan chose to put the $500 to work in Ethereum, and I'm going to record a podcast with him soon to find out why he chose Ethereum. So keep an eye, and well, it's probably an ear out for that, isn't it? But I'll load that up for you. I was hoping to do that today, but Logan has been called in to do some mahi, which is fine, so we will get that done, and I'll post it up for you. He was very stoked to receive it. I emailed him. Basically, I just ran a list of everybody who had opened the email that went out once we had 5,000 subscribers, and did a random number generator, lined it up with the Excel line, and went bang, sent him an email, mate, you've won 500 bucks, Checked it on Instagram, then he screenshot the email and sent it into me on Instagram, being like, "Mate, I was actually about to message you and ask, is this uh, is this legit or a scam?" So, even when you're trying to give someone 500 bucks, I'm still not sure if it, if it's legit or not when it comes from Luke at KeepTheChange.co.nz. But I suppose maybe it seemed too good to be true. But uh, I suppose it is pretty loose for me just giving someone 500 bucks. But um, hey, who knows? It'd be cool to follow, and we'll see where that investment in Ethereum is in a year's time and over time, and what Logan chose chooses to do of it so I'm sure that content will inspire other people as well and it'll make it worthwhile now you are one of 5,075 recipients my numbers have really slowed down I've noticed this it's been harder to get people's attention on Facebook and uh, to get people to sign up that's where a lot of the sign-ups have come from uh, I would love to know where you've come across keep the change and if you maybe just message or send an email at some stage or reply to one of them that would mean a lot uh, you might not even get the email, maybe you just listen to it on here. That's cool too. You could do me a massive favour and you could uh, chuck this podcast on your Instagram story for me or share something on your story and tag Keep the Change in it. It all helps. You never know who it's going to get 
in front of and who's keen to, to start learning as well. And that could hopefully change their life and potentially the lives of their children and people around them. So thank you for reading and listening. Did you know in New Zealand, if your employer gives you shares for free or below market value, there will usually be tax on this. Either your employer will pay or you will have to. Shopify, for example, if they were to give uh, staff members shares in New Zealand, they probably, I'm pretty sure Shopify don't tax them themselves. So when that goes into your tax return, it would go in as income. So say the shares were worth six grand at the time they give to you, those shares you would have a six grand income but you've paid no PAYE tax on it and you'd need to pay the tax on it. So if you are getting shares from your employer, you want to know from them and you want to ask, hey, how do the taxes work on these to ensure that you don't get caught out and end up uh, with a bill that you don't know about or haven't planned for. No doubt that has been insightful for you. I've already had a couple of emails back from people who have enjoyed this week's lesson if you're enjoying these lessons, especially if you're now listening on Spotify, you can rate the podcast. There's 16 five-star reviews, which is pretty exciting. There's a R18, What Life Events Have Shaped Your Thoughts on Money, that will be before this podcast if you want to check that one out. Uh, that should get you thinking as well. That wasn't a money mail, but I just sat down and talked for 45 minutes about things in my life and things that you might want to think about from your life that might be impacting the way you think about money. Look after yourselves out there, enjoy your weekend, be good, and we'll see you next Friday.